And welcome to the pilot episode of Reviews by Jeff here on CKCC Radio. My name is Jeff. This is my third show here on the network. And they all start with the letter R. And I'm probably going to confuse one for the other eventually. Let me tell you a little bit about this show. I'm going to give, spoiler-free, to the best of my ability, reviews of movies. Now, they're not always going to be the most current movies. They may be something that I'm watching for the first time, or it may be something that I'm watching for the hundredth time, and I just want to talk about it. I'm also open to suggestions as well. So today, we're going to get started with a movie that just debuted on Disney+, Plus, thanks to Disney Plus Day, and I'm going to talk about The Jungle Cruise. The Jungle Cruise debuted in theaters on July 30th, 2021, and of course is based on the beloved attraction at both Disneyland and Disney World. The movie stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Emily Blunt, Edgar Rodriguez, Jack Whitehall, Jesse Plemons, and the criminally underused, almost always in his career, Paul Giamatti. The runtime of the movie is 2 hours and 7 minutes. Now, the first thing I'm going to say about this movie is that it is pretty much a combination between Indiana Jones plus National Treasure and, of course, Pirates of the Caribbean. If you love the ride, the Jungle Cruise, you're going to love the intro of this movie. The first uh, roughly about 10 minutes, pretty much all the key jokes from the attraction are in the movie. And of course, yes, and this is not a spoiler because it wasn't one of the trailers, there is a backside of water joke. Because it's the Jungle Cruise, you can't have the Jungle Cruise without that classic line. Now let's meet some of the principal players in the movie, starting with Frank Wolf. And of course, he is the skipper of the uh, the Jungle Cruise, played by Dwayne Johnson. Um, he starts off as your kind of lovable sarcastic scamp just enjoying his job and we find out a whole lot more about him later on in the movie we have the brother and sister combination of emily blunt and jack whitehall as lily and mcgregor houghton now i've seen a lot of reviews where mcgregor is people's least favorite character in the movie and I gotta completely disagree with that. Is he insufferable? Oh yeah. He is super annoying in this movie. But I think it works for his character. He, The best way to describe his character is Carlton Banks. You will get a whole Carlton Banks with even more, shall we say, flair to the character. But I think it works for him. I don't think... like Everything I read said... He is a terrible character, should not be in the movie, annoying. And I actually enjoyed the character of McGregor. So, I don't know. I, I enjoyed him. Uh, I Lily, to me, is one of the best characters. Now, obviously, I haven't seen a lot of movies here in 2021. But I'm going to say that Lily was one of the best characters created in the year of 2021. Will she be Oscar-nominated? Of course not. A movie like Jungle Cruise is not made for award season. It is a pure 
enjoyable popcorn movie. Then you have the two main villains of the movie. You have Edgar Ramirez as Aguare, and then you have Jesse Plemons as Prince Joaquim. Now, nothing against Jesse Plemons. Honestly, I think Paul Giamatti, who I said is criminally underused in this movie, would have been better in that role. Uh, Paul is in the movie roughly less than 10 minutes of the movie, I'd say. He gets less screen time than Boba Fett in Star Wars. And again, for an actor of that magnitude, the word wasted is perfect. He should have been in the movie more. I understand why he wasn't based off his character. He plays Frank Wolf's boss that he owes money to. And so he's he's kind of annoying because he wants his money back, which again, understandable, but I just I think that he deserved a much bigger role. And again, nothing against Jesse Plemons, but I would have if I was casting the movie, which I'm not, which is why I'm podcasting about the movie, I would have switched the roles. I would have put Jesse Plemons as Milo and I would have put Paul as Prince Joaquin. I'm probably mispronouncing both names, and I do apologize to fictional characters if I get your name wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I don't want to get into too much spoilers. There were parts of the movie that I thought were completely unnecessary. I honestly think, especially something involving Lily, there was a character development that really went nowhere and was only there basically to put her in more danger even if they explained it with a line or two i would have been more okay with it but it was just a character i don't want to say flaw but character development that she had that served no other purpose other than getting her in trouble um Aguare is an interesting character when you consider his relationship to Frank. Um, again, I don't want to get into any spoilers because, again, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything for those who have not seen the movie that are listening to this podcast. But he's a good character. He's a good villain. Um, Prince Joaquim is a good villain as well. He's the one in the. Uh, who's chasing them in a submarine down the middle of the jungle because, you know, that's somewhat believable. It's not. But again, it's a popcorn movie. You don't want to think too much of it. You want to suspend reality because that's what movies are for. That's why I never understood people going, you know, commenting about, well, that's not realistic in a movie. 95% of movies are not realistic. It's it, it's not. I'm sorry. And this coming from a guy who has loved movies his entire life. I, to the point where I could tell you the first three movies I saw in theaters, and I was a kid, because they were, in no particular order, Return of the Jedi, Muppets Take Manhattan, and The Black Cauldron. So, you know my movie experiences go way back. In fact, and this is a completely uh, unrelated rant. My first swear word I learned from a movie. Thank you, Back to the Future. D. 
did not know what the word bastard meant when I called my brother it in front of my father. Unfortunately for me, he did. So, yeah. Um, overall, I did enjoy the movie. Like I said, it honestly felt like it went a little too long at times. There was too much going on at various points. Again, I understand why. I just don't completely agree with it. All great performances. There's so much going on. And again, like I said, Lily is the best character in the movie. It's not even close. Um, she is a strong, independent woman who is witty and can get by on her own. You know, you, you consider the time of this movie. And it's something that has gone on throughout the movie. Because they point out that at this point in time, women are not supposed to be intellectual. They're not supposed to be free thinkers. And that's always been an insult to the character of Lily. So she goes out of her way to, uh, to prove them all wrong. And she does a great job. Like I said earlier in the podcast, the first... 10 to 15 minutes is where a lot of the laughs are when we see Frank actually as a tour guide on the boat. He's pretty much using the script from the attraction including and then and then some when he delivers quality lines like I had a girlfriend once, she was cross-eyed. Didn't work out. We could never see eye to eye. Um the best line in the entire movie is a deep line that you would never expect in a movie like this. Again, delivered by Frank. If you're lucky enough to have one person in this life to care about, then that's world enough for me. I will admit, I may have gotten a little teary-eyed at that line. Because it's true. So, you know, keep in mind that there is more to this movie. It's not just a action-adventure comedy. There are other elements in it. There are some actual human emotions. Uh, again, I, I will highly recommend this movie. I would not recommend it for young children. I know it's rated enough for them to see it, but because of some of the elements of the supernatural that were not disclosed in any of the trailers. I, and again, you know your kid better than I do because I don't know your kid. But keep that in mind that there are some things in this movie that may actually scare them. I wasn't scared because, you know, I'm an adult and stuff. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But I can understand where a youngin may have some issue with this movie. Otherwise, I would definitely highly recommend the movie. I don't have a system, a rating system here on the podcast. I should probably develop one. I don't want to do the gratuitous five stars, four stars, because that's what everyone else does. So maybe in the future I will uh, come up with something. But in the meantime, I'll, here's what I'll do. I'll give it a full nod. Yeah. That's my review. It's a full nod movie. I'm not sure it's going to be one of those that is, you know, going to be one that I'm going to seek out and watch multiple times. It's one of those movies that I saw it. I enjoyed it. 
I'll probably watch it again sometime, but it's not one that I necessarily would put in my top 100 movies of all time. But for something like that, again, it does have to, you know, kind of grow on you. Maybe after multiple viewings and looking for Easter eggs that I did not notice the first time. So, but again, I, I do recommend the movie. It, lots of places that you can see it. It is streaming on Disney Plus for free. It is available to rent on any of the digital streams such as Vudu or iTunes or Google Play or I'm sure it's on Amazon too. So again, I highly recommend checking out the movie. Now again, let me give you a little bit more information about this podcast. It's not going to be on a set schedule. Um just because I don't know when I'm going to get to watch, you know, necessarily watch a lot of movies. So I'm going to try to put out one at least every other week if I can. Uh, I do know that there will be another one coming soon, and it will be a uh, new, new, new movie that you cannot see at home because on Friday I'm going to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. So tune in this weekend, probably, for another Reviews by Jeff podcast, only available here on CKCC Radio. In the meantime, I want to thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope you enjoy the movie as well. Hit me up on social media if you have anything that you want me to review on a future episode as well. Thank you for listening. Have a good one, everybody. And a special thanks to Kevin McLeod for... The theme song, which is called New Hero in Town.